This is the Truth Network. Well, she got her daddy's car and she cruised to the hamburger stand down. See, she forgot all about the library like she told her old man Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. And the radio blast and goes cruising just as fast as she can now. And she'll have fun, fun, fun too. Good morning and welcome to Christian Carguy Radio. I'm Jerry Mathis, the body shop, Christian body shop guy. And from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service in studio with me this morning is my good friend, Bob Young. I tell you what, this morning you don't look like the Christian junkyard guy. I mean, sitting here in a suit and tie. and It's a, it's a different look for me, but uh, I have a funeral to attend this afternoon. Um, my wife lost an uncle. Uh, like to just... Give the best wishes to the family, uh, Mr. Tommy Well, um, excuse me, Mr. Tommy Moser, and um, he passed this week, and um, we're going to go pay our respects right after the show today. So I had to had to put on the the up upward clothes and uh, head on in here this morning. Yeah, when I seen him walk, when I seen Bob walking in, I knew I was underdressed. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> this morning, uh, if you notice, with me in here sitting as a with Bob. Wondering where Robbie is this morning. Robbie is on special assignment. Has been on special assignment for the past week. He is in Jamaica. I think it's a boys and young men's uh, camp, and it's usually for troubled teens. And I think he has been doing some speaking and working at the camp this week. And kind of the the odd thing about that, Robbie flew into Jamaica. The and two days after he flew in, I was flying out of Jamaica from my short-term mission trip at Pinedale Christian Church. And a little bit this morning, what we're going to talk about, uh, the theme is, who's your neighbor? And and who's that good Samaritan in your life? And that was a question I asked Bob, and I have him thinking about it, because if, if he's like me, when you start thinking about people that made an impact and just showed up in your life, and was that good Samaritan, man, it's sort of, how do I weed it down to to that one story that's exactly right there's just been so many times that somebody just out of the blue it seems so random sometimes that uh somebody just show up and make a huge mark in your life and it happened so many times right after my son passed people just people that didn't even know me uh heard about my situation and people would call and just talk to me and um and just you know, kind of give me some guidance and 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 just try to just you know tell me that they were sympathizing and empathizing and, and that um, that they really cared and you know they hated I was going through such and just hoped that they could say something to make a difference and it changed the way I thought about that. You know, I didn't know if I'd ever be able to speak about what had happened and. You know, my son died of an overdose, and I was stigma sick for a long time. I just thought that was the most horrendous thing. But after he was gone, it didn't matter how he left. You know, it just, it just, I wanted to try to make a difference in people's lives the way the folks that had called me 
And so we we reached out and uh, tried to make a difference and uh, try to help some folks that may be in the same situation or maybe before, you know, people that got to where they would call me about the addiction side of it. And uh, we tried to help people get some help with that. But uh, it's just it opened a lot of doors for me to help people through my experience. And, you know, that gave more more meaning to his life and his death if I could help people through that. But uh, it's, uh, is that a call in? <laughs> but it just helped me out so much for people to call and, 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 and touch base with me. And, and like I say, some of my news, some of them I'd never heard of, but just so many people that was wanting to reach out and try and help uh, a really horrible situation. Yeah, and that's this morning when I said that is, you know, also this is a calling show. So I want people to go ahead and think about when is that time when that neighbor, your neighbor showed up, that good Samaritan showed up in your life. And if you can think of one that happened to be relate to an automobile on the side of the road or something, that would even be great this morning with it being Christian Car Guy Radio. And again, just a reminder, this is a calling show. So give us a call at 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Once again, it's a call-in show. Eight six six three four eight seventy eight eighty four. And when you're talking about that, Bob, the thing is, it kind of took me a lot of years to understand. Is the fact that, and I think when we step back and look, and you say, you know what, I need to do because I, somebody did this for me, and, and and all of a sudden it gave me a whole different perspective of it. But you know what? Probably the revolutionary thing about it all when I realized it isn't necessarily of what somebody did. It was just the fact that they took the time and were willing to give of themselves and give their give time. You know, when you're doing it, so many times I went into situations, have gone into situations thinking I need to know the that magical verse in the Bible that's gonna make everything better, or 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 how to that wand, you know, to make it all all the hurt go away or or change the situation. You know, it isn't anything about that. It's just just showing that you care. It doesn't have to be the perfect words, Jerry. That's that's the thing I finally realized that, um, you know, I always thought of myself as somebody that could put some words together and make something really, really magical. But when somebody's hurting, if they just, if you just tell them, hey, you know, I love you and thinking about you, that just goes so far because, they don't expect magical words. They just want to know that somebody cares. Somebody's really reaching out, and 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 somebody really cares. And that part right there means so much, and it 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 carries a lot of weight with me. Anyhow, I tell you that. Yeah, it, it does. You know, and I think when you're hurting, it's just it's just knowing that you're surrounded by by people that care, and know that people. You know what it's. It's a hurt that's you know that's so deep. It's, it's nobody can make it go away, but you just need to know that. And sometimes that's just showing Christ. I mean, you just through people you can see how Christ works in our lives and stuff. And that's man, that's that that just changes situations so so much. And it doesn't just for that moment, just but for days ahead, months ahead. And I think that's part of the one of the main things that Robbie's able to do for people when they're struggling with their cars in the Christ, uh, Jesus' labor of love, 
when they're struggling with the car and they don't have any answers. And first thing Robbie will do is pray with them when he contacts them. And, and just immediately, uh, that's, that's just such a uplifting thing, I'm sure. And, um, and you know they know somebody sincerely cares, and and that they're really trying to help them with their with their issue with the car. And uh, I just think that's one of the. I'm sure Jesus is behind that ministry. That's for sure. Yeah, and it was a great thing he thought of, and uh, it's a great thing to be a part of too. Yeah, and and you are a big part. You and Lori both are a big part of that ministry, and 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 you know, and there's hey, since we're going to take a moment just to give a plug for that. I mean, if you're a car care and, and or a center, repair center, man, this is a great opportunity to give back to your community and give back to people that are truly hurting. If you're looking to say, you know what, I'm looking to see a way that God can use me in my business, man, this is a perfect way. And those lives are changed. You know, we take me and you and most of our listeners out here probably take transportation and vehicles and automobiles for granted we don't think anything about it and and we you know we get in you turn the key you go and but some people don't have that luxury and uh you know through all the years at the yard when we were going out to get people's vehicle some people are so emotionally attached to that vehicle because it carried them to this and it carried them to that and they have great memories with the family and the kids, and my kids grew up in this car. I mean, I've had people actually in tears as we were driving away with their vehicle, you know. It wasn't like they were angry at us or anything. It's just they were feeling separation anxiety. It's almost part of the family all of a sudden because you go back and, like I say, all those memories and stuff. Exactly. Especially when you have a car that you, you know, you're not the kind of person that trades every two years or three years, but you have one that, Part of the family for a lot of years and a lot of memories. A lot of memories, a lot of here and there, a lot of kids growing up, a lot of Cheerios behind the seat. Clean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one out and you're still going, oh, I've, where did this come from? Well, I remember you, this. There you go. And you know that with the Jesus Labor of Love, there's another way that people can get involved. And one is if you make a donation of any kind to Jesus Labor of Love, you will get one of the free christian car guy jesus labor of love t-shirts and bob and those things look pretty sharp don't they i have not seen one yet i must be as plumb honest about that but i can't wait to because uh i've heard about them i know what the logo looks like but i hadn't seen it on the shirt yet yeah for any donation uh, they're going to send you a shirt and you can go on christian car guy website and it has a link to jesus labor of love or just punch in or just print in jesus labor of love and take you right to the website it'll be an opportunity to be able to contribute and get one of those t-shirts you don't want to you want to be the first person in the neighborhood to have one everybody be talking about it see you back in just a moment Christian Car Guy Radio. I'm Jerry Mathis with uh, Bob Young. Remember, again, this is a call-in show, so uh, listen to hear your good Samaritan or where that neighbor showed up to to give you a hand, just sort of get you through a rough time. And the call-in number is 866-348-7884. Bob was talking about Robbie being in Jamaica, and then I had just got back from Jamaica on a short-term trip, 
And the funny thing, you know, whenever anybody talks about it, went on a mission trip to Jamaica, you know, they, what they see on TV is certainly not what Robbie would has been seeing this week, and it doesn't even resemble what <laughs> I saw the, the prior weeks. I mean, it's just a whole different world when you go in because that's a country that's certainly hurting. Well, part of what the story, what made me think about the Good Samaritan, I'm going to share a little bit of a story that happened to me. Well, when we fly into Jamaica, we fly into Montego Bay. Robbie is in Kingston area. But we fly in, and we have to just a mad scramble in the airport trying to get. I had, when I flew in, it was with 28 people, and I'm trying to organize them, get everybody through customs and security. And then we have to get our vans. We rent vans there. We lost a bag at that airport one time. A gentleman picked up the wrong bag and, and exited with our bag. And that was a long, uh, drawn-out thing, but we got that straightened out. Did that take you to the little room off to the side, and you sit oh, in there? we got in a lot of little rooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it worked out. They uh, they made contact, and, and he brought the bag right back to us, and we inspected it, and it was whole and complete. And, and we had to call the airport and tell them that, Everything was fine with our bag before he could go back and get his bag. Oh, but, cool. uh, they they made it right, but it was inconvenient. Yeah. And you know what? When you go into a different country and stuff, that adds another layer of complication. Mm. Well, as I said, when we fly into Montego Bay, we get in here it is, we get our rental vehicles and stuff. And I'm going to go back in a moment and just talk a little bit about the, the rental car process and something. <laughs> but when we get there... We're in our vehicles, and normally you think, and you look on the map, Montego Bay and then Mandeville, which is up in the mountains, and it's just just a poor area. The, most of the houses don't even have running water and mm. stuff, and you get up in that area, but you look and you think, okay, it's about 40 miles. Bob, 40 miles, how long is it going to take you to get there? Oh, 45 minutes tops. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if nobody's <laughs> in my way, I may do it in 35. You know, that's what you're thinking. That is a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Wow. Because you're, as a matter of fact, we go up a mountain, down a mountain. Is that a new interstate? Is that asphalt or uh, concrete? Well, it's, 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 <laughs> there's, there's parts there that look like something you would see in the States, but there's a lot of parts there that look like the, the dirt road behind somebody's house. I mean, it is, it, Very it's sketchy, a struggle. Huh? Yeah. So we're ready for our three-and-a-half-hour trip up the to the mountains, and like I say, you, you're weaving in the mountains, back down to the coast, back up the mountain, back down to the coast. It's just you're zigzagging and looping and everything else. Well, for this trip, halfway through, our one of our vans broke down. And I sort of ride towards the back because I'm sort of like going to make sure nobody has problems in front of me, and if there's something, I'll be aware of it. As I blew right by that van, never even saw them on the side of the road. Now, I will say, had it it was raining hard, so maybe. But somehow he was in the road, and there must have been a truck. There must have been other traffic stopped because I went around it all and never even saw him. But when we went back and we drove a few miles, and then finally he called the guy in very front and says, hey, I broke down a few miles back. So I looped back, and when I got back there, there was a that good Samaritan to stop. A Jamaican had stopped, family in his car, but got out and helped them. And it was, now let me say, it was raining. And so it wasn't the nice 
weather or anything, he got out and helped push that van off to safety. And when I say that, these roads don't have one side drops off, the other side's got a mountain on the side of it. There's just not much roadway in, you know, off road area. So he had to, they probably pushed that thing, I don't know, must have been 30 or 40 yards to get it to where wow. they could get it somewhere that was safe. And I just, you know, this guy had no reason to stop, but he was helpful, uh, just there, you know, just calming everybody down and everything. And that was to me, and that's why I thought about, if I was going to do the show, that good Samaritan. This is, that, that was, go. that was our neighbor. There you go. Man come through for you in a, in a crunch there. That's, um, happened so many times. I remember when I used to go back and forth to Appalachian state, I, my main source of transportation at one time was my thumb. <laughs> and I would stand out there with my little sign said ASU, uh, right there in Yakima, I'd go down to the Wilco. And most every time I'd get a ride all the way up and uh, met so many people like that, just somebody willing to stop and help out a young man headed back to school. And uh, um, it just developed a lot of relationships just from needing a ride. And it didn't, it changed the way I thought about people needing a ride. I know it's a little different these days, stopping and picking up somebody, but uh, it just gave me that mentality of helping people, and I carried it with me all through my life. And, you know, it, it's just almost impossible for me to drive by somebody broke down on the side of the road. I've left this radio show before and been headed home and um, – you know, give somebody, see somebody broke down or something, stop, try to help, or if I can't help, just give them a ride. And and uh, it's it just changes your life when you're able to help somebody. Yeah, because you always think, you know, what if that was, you know, what if I was the one sitting there stuck on the side of the road? Or, or my wife. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just, it, it just, or your mom, you know, it just, it's just so many ways to look at it. And, uh, you know, it's just I've always looked past everything else and just what can I do to help. And, you know, you talked about, you know, standing there hitchhiking, and which you don't see that as often anymore. But you know what? There was a – I know when I was growing up, that was not unusual. I mean, people that, would they pack a bag a, and backpack or something, put it on their back or a tote bag and head to the beach and <laughs> – Stick your thumb out, you know. Yeah, two of us went all the way to Myrtle Beach one time, and we left there in Yakin County. And uh, two girls were following each other back to school and stopped and picked us up. And uh, look at them two young, fine-looking guys on the side. (laughs) We're going to stop picking up. It wouldn't happen these days, I don't believe. (laughs) Hey, once again, it's a call-in show. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. And I don't know if Bob will be stepping out because he does have to go to a funeral, but I just want to say, man, thank you for being here this morning. Robbie Dillmore here. And, you know, I've developed a real soft spot for my pillow. <laughs> and if you've been waiting for the lowest price ever offered on my pillow, it's arrived with their patented interlock fill system, American made guaranteed not to go flat. And believe me, I've had mine for over five years now and it hasn't. Fully machine washable, six-day money-back guarantee, and a simple four-question filling process. Right now, get a two-pack of MyPillow Premiums for only $69.99. That's right, only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on 
on radio or TV. Dial 1-800-942-9613 or use the promo code GETTRUTH at MyPillow.com. You too could have a soft spot for MyPillow at only $34.99 a pillow. $69.98 for two. Call 800-942-9613 or go to MyPillow.com and don't forget, use that promo code GETTRUTH. Welcome back to Christian Car Guy Radio. I'm Jerry Mathis with Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. Uh, this morning, as we're talking about that good Samaritan in your life, that, that person that hey, you broke down on the side of the road, uh, stopped and gave you a hand, gave you a lift to go get some gas, or whatever it may be, would love to hear your story and also this morning, I'm just going to take just a moment. I know this is a national program, but I'm going to talk, just take a moment to say something that's happening in the Winston-Salem area on August the 10th and the 11th, which is a free veterans dental clinic that's being held at Pinedale Christian Church. And this is for veterans of, uh, and you know what, it's just a great opportunity to, to, to give these guys, give a little something back. If you are a veteran, you need some some dental assistance. And, you know, at that clinic, they're going to be doing, you know, it's a complete clinic. They'll be able to do dental x-rays and, and treatment and everything. But if you uh, go online to leaveitbetterws.com, leaveitbetterws.com, you can sign up for one of the appointment slots, or you can call Pinedale Christian Church at 336-788-7600. That number is, again, Pinedale Christian Church, 336-788-7600. And this clinic will be going on August 10th and 11th at the church. Uh, great opportunity to, to give back to our veterans well, back to uh, the trip to Jamaica. One thing is, if you're in a church and they are involved in short-term missions, I encourage you to get plugged in and, and, and make one of those trips. If it's a local, you know, inside the United States, I know that that Oak Forest, Bob's church has gone to Ohio and some in-state stuff, and he has taken some of the youth on short-term trips. Pinedale makes a lot of in-state trips, but also very involved in international and trips and Jamaica this is the 21st year Pinedale has gone to Jamaica in the Mandeville area to, to do ministry and stuff and it's uh, just it's life-changing experience so I encourage you to do that but when I talk about that trip and when I start relating it back to the the car side of it when we get in as I said we get the vans and you hop in them and all of a sudden you're on the road it makes me remember a couple things, and I want to talk about whenever you're going out of state or a different town or especially in a different country and you're renting a vehicle, I always tell people, and I tell my group and other people who are traveling, always walk around the vehicle with the rental car people because they have a little sheet and they're checking the damage on it. But if they don't see it, make sure you point it out. And also, I do this every time on every vehicle I rent because it never fails when we turn in our vehicles they're going well what about that scratch or that den or that rock chip in the windshield or whatever it may be 
I take pictures of the vehicle. I go around it and I take pictures and document any kind of damage. When I get in it and start driving, if there's any kind of warning lights on, I take a picture of that. And it sure makes life a little easier. Not that, you know, it, it just not, not that you don't trust people or stuff, but when you're in a different country, there are some situations where you can be taken advantage of if you don't document it. So that's my point to save you some money and headache and hassle in the future. If you rent a vehicle, make sure you document any kind of damage and make sure the people walking around with you also do that. Another thing, when you go into another country, I encourage people to make sure you are aware of the laws, the driving laws in that country. When you go to Jamaica, and when I get off the plane, go pick up the vehicle, I'm sitting in a bus with 15 people or and luggage piled behind me, and all of a sudden I'm sitting no longer on the left-hand side of the vehicle, steering wheels on the right-hand side, and I'm going to go get on a road where I'm going to be driving not on the right-hand lane but on the left-hand lane. So mentally, you just I need to be prepared for that and stuff. So I just always tell people, just make sure you're aware of all of the you know, the, the facts about driving in that country if you plan on driving. And if you're going to a country that has some of those, you know, I'll always encourage you, maybe better off if you have to travel, just use a cab or something instead of trying to get in a rental vehicle because there are different laws and different things. When you get out there in Jamaica and you're going through a – as soon as you come out of the airport at Montego Bay, you're in a traffic circle. And all of a sudden, everybody's coming at a different angle than you normally are. So it's just mentally, it's just kind of kind of tough to adjust to that. It can be done, but just be aware of it. Don't think that when you go to a country, they're going to have the same laws, the same uh, vehicles, steering wheels will be on the same side and everything is what you're used to. Just make sure mentally you prepare for that. And, you know, whenever I get there, one of the things, you know, these vehicles that I, we drive have a straight drive, so I'm shifting with my left hand. But the one thing that throws me off more than anything, and everybody kind of in my bus will laugh about, is because every time I get ready to turn, half the time I turn my windshield wipers on because those knobs and handles are also on the opposite side. So when I'm being to hit my turn signal, I hit my wipers. When I need to hit my wipers, I'm hitting my turn signals. But... It's just kind of a learning process, but the whole process is just being aware of what you're stepping into, and again, no matter what, whenever you are renting a vehicle, kind of make sure you document any kind of damage, because if not, they're going to want, if they don't document it and don't see it, you didn't see it when you turn the vehicle in, they're going to want to charge your insurance company or have you pay for damage that may or may not have been there before you got the vehicle. When I go on that type of a mission trip, you know, part of it is a little bit of what what Bob talked about this morning to start with is the fact that we're giving. How how is it being a good neighbor to somebody? Part of it is where you just are willing to to give. And, And one of the best things we can give, well, one of the greatest things we can give anybody is the fact of making sure they understand that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And so if any time we get that situation that we're able to give that to somebody or to be able to share that with somebody, you know, that's that's certainly being a good neighbor. But the other part is just giving of your time. Because so many times we think, and I'll say we, I'll say I think, I need to know that magical 
scripture in the Bible that some make all the pain go away and the hurt go away, or I have that magic wand that I can wave that sort of make it go away. And and you know what? I don't have that. And very few people are going to have that. And the only the magical piece in the Bible and the magical wand is Jesus Christ and his love for us and that we're going to get through that. But what we can do, the impact we can make is just giving of our time. Well, back to the the trip to Jamaica. And when you get there and you get on those roads and stuff, it makes you just appreciate the roads in, in the United States. I mean, you're traveling on a road that's really one lane and you got traffic coming at you and you're trying to maneuver through that. And then about every now and then you're going around a sharp curve and you're face-to-face with a semi-truck on that same little road. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a challenge. But the thing is, when you sit there and you think about all the hardships of getting there and everything else and, and, and what Robbie has done this past week with the, the camp and stuff, it means so much when we're able to go out and give time, make an impact in people's lives because we take things for granted so much. One of the things that really kind of amazes me when we go on the VBS is that I'll teach and I have the older adults or older, not adults, older kids, a lot of more adults that are from 15 on up, the age kind of goes crazy. We have a book that we teach out of, and it's really written for elementary kids. I sort of rewrite my lessons to, to, to fit uh, the older kids and stuff. But then we also do these crafts and stuff that are very, and the standards of the United States is very juvenile. But, man, these 16, 17, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds will sit there and do these little juvenile crafts where we're making headbands with, with uh, we did Samson was one of the stories where we make this headband and have uh, uh, yarn hanging from it to make like his hair and stuff. Well, these these Jamaicans will sit there and appreciate that. Will sit there and do that, and they'll be wearing it for a couple of days and stuff. They come back and they'll have it. It's just things that here in the United States we take so much for granted. We take our roads and stuff and transportation for granted. We take. Uh, you know, every kid thinks they got to have the, uh, you know, the electronics and all of that stuff. And we just take all that for granted. And there it's more sort of time slows down a little bit and you're more appreciative of everything. And that's kind of a thing that I always say, if you have never been on a short term mission trip, the hope and the prayer is that you change and bring change to the areas that you're in. And visiting, but also some of the biggest changes I see is with the individuals on that trip. Because if you go on one of those trips, it will change your life. So we'll be back in a moment. We're going to talk about the Good Samaritan. We're going to talk about, I want to hear your story. Also, we're going to talk about, you know what, using your vehicle to be that Good Samaritan. Be back momentarily. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy Radio. Welcome back to Christian Car Guy Radio. Um, I just want to take a moment just to give a plug for next week. 
Next week in the studio, we're going to have Mark Garrow with PRN, Performance Racing Network. Uh, if you don't, that name may sound a little familiar to you. He's also the uh, the the race announcer for all the broadcasts, national broadcasts for PRN for the NASCAR racing. So we're going to talk a little bit of racing, history of racing, and sort of the direction that racing is going. So I look forward to that. So next week, Mark Garrow will be in studio with us. This morning, we're talking about, I was talking about my trip to Jamaica and the mission trip there. And also we have Junior has just called in from North Carolina and wants to share wants to share his story about a trip he made to Jamaica in the 80s. Is that correct? Uh, Junior, do you hear me? Got you on there. Oh, we must have lost him then. Okay. If we lost you and didn't want to hang on, you just give us a call back. As I mentioned, next week, Mark Garrow will be in the studio with us uh, from PRN. Also, just want to take just a moment again to just say something else about Jesus' labor of love and the opportunity. You know, go online and you'll be able to get registered for to, to get the free T-shirt by any gift whatsoever. If you go to Christian Car Guy Radio, has a link to, to it. I'm going to go ahead. I think we got Junior back online. We can get him back, but if you give any amount, you'll get the T-shirt, and it is a pretty awesome T-shirt, and I don't want to make sure that you do get online and get that because you'll be the first one in your neighborhood to have one. It's a great opportunity, and the help has been pretty awesome. Let me see. Do we have Junior now? Yes. Hey, Hey, Junior. What? What's going on? You want to share a story about it's, your trip it's, in the it's, 80s? It's, it's JR. Yeah, I do. It's okay, JR. it's JR, not Junior. All right. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you were talking about Mo, Mo Bay and how, uh, you know, we take things for granted. I, I assume that Jamaica is still considered a third world country, but back in 82, there was a broke down car on the side of the. You were talking about a broke down car, so it was kind of two and one, but. I pushed this Dodge Aries K, if you remember those cars, off oh, the yeah. road. It was an elderly man, elderly man. But anyway, he said to me, son, do you know what serendipity is? And I said, no, sir, I absolutely don't. He said, well, it's your lucky day. He said, I'm Max Gurgle, and I worked with Einstein on the Manhattan Project, you know, the nuclear bomb. And he says, I've got a house, a villa in Mobay with a pool servant and a cook and a driver. He says... All you got to pay for is your flight over there and your food, and you've got it for the whole month of August. So I went over there, me and a few friends, a fellow's now a plastic surgeon and a guy that builds homes and one other fellow. And, and uh, I played tennis in, co- in college, and I was a pretty good tennis player, you know, back then, with, you know, 100 years ago, back when Moby Dick was a minnow. But <laughs> I called down to the Holiday Inn. If you've been to Mo Bay, you know where the Holiday Inn is. Yep. But I called down to there, and I spoke with a tennis pro, and I said, hey, look, I want a good tennis match. You know, school's starting soon, and and I need to stay in shape while I'm in Mo Bay for three weeks. And and he hooked me up with the number three. There's a reason to the story. But he hooked me up with the number three tennis player on the Davis Jamaican Davis Cup team and got us a court, and, and we met. 
And this guy was beating me like a drum. Of course, he was the number three player in day, in uh, in Jamaica. But Pastor, he he put his he, he crossed his leg while we were taking a break after the first set, and there was a hole in his shoe the size of a, a Kennedy half dollar. And I said, "Here's the number three player in all Jamaica, and he can't even afford a pair of shoes." And he kept talking about mine, so I told my fella, who's a builder now, and as a matter of fact, he still lives in Charlotte, where I live. And I said, go back to the villa and get that brand-new pair of Asahi tennis shoes. They probably cost $85 back then. They were team shoes. And uh, he got back to us before the match was over because he was watching, and he gave that rascal those shoes, and he cried like a baby, like, like, because those shoes probably back then would have been, you know, three or 400 Jamaican. But, yeah, you just take things for granted like that, and, and you know, we're so blessed in this country beyond belief, and, and we complain about, you know, the small things that we complain about, you know, during the day, you know, the food didn't right at the restaurant, or, you know, this is cold, or, you know, I didn't sleep good, and you got people that, like you say, don't even have running water, and it was just kind of a slap in the face to hear you fellas talk about that this morning and quicken me to my time in Jamaica. And, and we did go worship at a church, and I'm telling you what. And that is poor, worship, isn't it? <laughs> but, Bo, let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit came down over to me where goosebumps, I mean, they were visibly on my arms and legs, and I'm telling you what, the Holy Spirit, you know, where it says the last shall be first and the first shall be last, uh, that was a prime example that God's ways are not man's ways. Um, you know, and and the, the theme about the rich ruler couldn't sell everything to become a Christian. It, richness is, is dangerous. Money is dangerous um, if... You aren't in a spirit of giving, a spirit of, and I share this with your your listeners, to give to you guys exceedingly and abundantly. You can't outgive God. I've never seen that principle denied. But money can be dangerous if you hold on to it, and especially when you see people in that poverty-stricken area that have absolutely nothing. Uh, we gave our cook a canned Hormel ham, and she said it would have been over $100 in Jamaica, in Jamaica money, and that was back then. Oh yeah. You know, before the currency is what it is today, you can get a million dollars Jamaican now for less than ten thousand dollars. You could live like Elvis, you know, for five years. But you know, back then it wasn't the same. But you guys are absolutely right. Till you go to a third world country like that and see what people are dealing with, if you've got any heart whatsoever, it just it just splits it down the middle. Absolutely. You know what? And I always say that those those. Those trips, those short-term mission trips, and you go to a different country, will change your perspective because we take so, just like you said, we take so much for granted. Just a tennis shoe situation. I mean, the, what they appreciate, and, and they just, they are appreciative of everything, and we kind of take that for granted. And you go, and you, you mentioned going to worship in Jamaica. I always say, I think in heaven, the choirs will be led by Jamaicans because, man, I'm going to tell you what, they know how to worship. It's pretty awesome. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for listening, and thank you.
Real quick, I just want to make a quick thing. Talked about the, the parable of the Good Samaritan and found in, in Luke 10, 25, 37. Don't have enough time to read it and everything, but it's just a fact of, you know what, when when the 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 when, when the gentleman who knew the law asked Jesus Christ, you know, what must I do for eternal life? And Christ asked him, you know, what do you think? And then he gave that answer about, you know, love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and also love your neighbor as yourself. Then he asked, you know, who is your neighbor? And we go to that story where, you know, that the priest passed by, that the guy who had been robbed and beat laying on the side of the road, and then a Levite went by, and then all of a sudden the Samaritan went by. And if you go back in that time, that would have been somebody who was looked down by society, Samaritan. But he understood the principle of, you know what? God has given me the ability to help somebody. So whoever that is in your path over the next week or so, be that good Samaritan. It doesn't matter if it's somebody that, you know, race shouldn't matter. Uh, financially, it shouldn't matter. Just be willing to be the good Samaritan in their life and make a change in their life. Great morning. Glad to have you this morning. Christian Car Guy Radio. See you back next week. And you know what? God will continue to bless us if we're willing to be able to be instruments that he can use. And I just, just encourage you. Share Jesus Christ with somebody this week. That'll be the best that you can be as far as being a good Samaritan. See you back next week. Thank you.